You are now listening to the CRC Podcast, brought to you by Pastor Ad Bossoff. We trust that this message will change your life forever. Now come on, give him your biggest, biggest praise, your biggest adoration this morning. I don't care who you are. God is for you. God loves you. Come on, and He appreciates and receives your worship and your adoration. Welcome on, on TBN. Come on right there on TBN. Give the Lord a mighty praise this morning. TBN Year 2. One Gospel TV. Uh, praise Live TV. Facebook Live. YouTube Live. CRC Online. Radio stations all over Africa. Correctional facilities. Places all over Africa. We are signing. Listen, this is great. In Durban this morning, my memorandum of agreement again with the correctional facilities that as CRC we have access to every correctional facility in South Africa. It's the second time in history. This partnership has been so effective that they phoned us this week and said we want to re-sign this memorandum of agreement because not only do we preach the gospel to people that are offenders, we also rehabilitate them, bring them out and get them back into society. Come on, we're not just here to be a Sunday Christian. So we want to welcome you in Russia this morning. Come on, we pray that no fourth, fifth wave will stop our crusade next year in Stalingrad, Israel, America, Europe, India, Pakistan, China, and all over Africa. This is our time to arise and shine and make this world a better place. Come on, I know that you love God this morning. Give Him a mighty praise. Come on, we are thousands gathered here this morning and nothing's gonna stop us from praising God, even the prophets of doom who are already predicting a fourth wave is gonna hit South Africa on the 14th of December. That's amazing. I hope they're more accurate with the economy, but let me just be good this morning, okay? Take your seats this morning in heavenly places, open your Bibles to Luke chapter five, as we continue to talk about preparing for 2022. <laughs> but I'm going to wait for the 31st of January to get ready for, for, for uh, 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 2022. 2022, I declare it, will be a year of many breakthroughs. Everything Satan stole from you, you are going to get back. God's going to turn your disappointment. God's going to turn your test into a testimony. God is going to go before you and you are going to experience barbarism the Lord of the breakthrough. Come on, God is more powerful than the devil. If you believe it today, say amen and give the Lord a praise. More are those that are for us than those that are against us. So we continue to speak on the master of many breakthroughs or the God who orchestrates the breakthrough. And I want to read Luke chapter 5, verse 1 to 9. So it was as the multitude pressed about Him like this morning, Jesus, to hear the word, faith comes. That he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two boats standing by the lake, but they were fishermen and had gone from them and were washing their nets. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to out a little from the land. So he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep. You have to underline that because you're going to go places next year that you've never been before. You're going to take territory that you have never taken before in 2022 in Jesus' Name. And second thing Jesus said, let down your nets for the catch. 
But Simon answered and said to him, the economist, the prophets of doom, those who believe that the world will never be a safe place again or a blessed place again. Simon says, Master, we have toiled all night and we have caught nothing. Like many of you during this COVID time, you've not been increasing, you've been decreasing, but it's gonna turn around. Are you listening to me? Because God's gonna orchestrate your breakthrough. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught not one fish or two fish, a great number of fish and their nets was breaking. Hallelujah. I want to tell you when God steps into the equation, He doesn't come as a little saviour or a little deliverer. He comes as El Shaddai, the God that is more than enough. He comes as Jehovah Jireh, the God that provides. He comes as a mighty deliverer in the Name of Jesus. So you better know before the return of the Lord Jesus Christ, we are going to see a net breaking blessing, anointing of overflow in your life. Because when I read the Bible, I see myself. I don't read the Bible on behalf of Simon. I read the Bible on behalf of myself. So they signal to their partners, other companies, in the other boat, come and help. And they came and filled both boats. So there's gonna be enough blessing for you and your opposition. That they began to sink. And when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, Depart from me for I'm a sinful man. The goodness of God leads you to repentance. God's gonna be so good that you will have no option but to serve Him in 2022. For He and all who were with Him were astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. I'm gonna tell you this morning that God's blessing in 2022 will leave many of you astonished. Things are gonna turn around for you. I declare it, I prophesy it in Jesus' Name. Things that have been held back will be released. Payments that are late will be paid before time in Jesus' Name. Things are gonna get better. Things are gonna get sweeter because weeping endures for a moment, but joy comes in the morning, hallelujah. Many of you are gonna move from Mara uh, the place of bitter waters because of what you have been through, you are gonna move on to Elam, which is the place of life, an oasis of life, a place of abundance in Jesus' Name. I believe 2022 will be a year of many breakthroughs. I declare it and so should you. In this passage, we see what the breakthrough anointing does for Peter. Now, Peter is an experienced fisherman. Peter knows the economy is bad. Peter knows that People are predicting a negative future. Peter did everything he knew to do in the possible. I mean, if everybody knew the fish weren't biting, it was Peter. But here comes Jesus. And he messes with Peter. His knowledge, his experience. Because God doesn't need a perfect economy to bless you. Because God is God all by Himself. God doesn't need the government's permission to bless you because God has already blessed you 2,000 years ago in Jesus' Name. Come on, somebody that needs a breakthrough in business, you better jump to your feet and give the Lord a praise. Come on there in Bloemfontein. Our God is still a God of the breakthrough. Our God is still the God of the overflow. So our text this morning is Luke chapter 5, verse 4 and 6. The Bible says, 
But when Jesus had stopped speaking, He said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets. The Passion Translation says, Jesus said, now row out to deep water to cast your nets and you will have a great catch, promise and command. Master Peter replied, we've just come back from fishing all night and we didn't catch a thing. But if you, if you insist, we will go out again and let down our nets because of your Word. Because of your Word. My message this morning is very simply, nevertheless, at thy Word. You know, God's Word is all powerful. God still watches over His Word to perform it in our lives. The Word of the Lord is not bound. One rhema word from God can change your whole situation. I'll never forget the church in Johannesburg that we built a beautiful facility. And there are many people there this morning in Wittkoppen. If you've not been there, please come visit us in the Johannesburg area, just down the road from Monte Cassino. We are there waiting for you. Build that building for you. Amen. But we looked for land for over three years and couldn't find land. We were looking everywhere. People were out looking for land, looking for land. Then two o'clock in the morning, I don't know why always two o'clock in the morning, the Holy Ghost woke me up. I was in London doing a crusade and two o'clock I'm wide awake, wake. And the Holy Ghost says to me, cast your net on the other side. Immediately I knew what He was saying. You're looking in the wrong place. You're looking in Johannesburg, but you're looking in the wrong place. Just look in a different place. So guess what I did, Mr. Google. I went on Google Earth and I Googled Johannesburg. Because when you get an instruction from God, you cannot be docile and passive. You have to act on what God is saying for you to do. And I, I looked at land, because we were looking for land over there, but I felt in my spirit it wasn't right. Then we looked for land everywhere and we couldn't find anything. Two o'clock in the morning, the Holy Ghost speaks to me, says, cast your net on the other side. I Google a piece of land, okay? Doesn't sound very spiritual, but that's how we got that perfect piece of land in Johannesburg. And early in the morning, I emailed Dr. Louis Pell. I said, go check this land out and make an offer. And we made an offer. The owner was overseas, never knew the value of the land. Developers were buying up all the land, but somehow that land remained untouched. God reserved it for us. And at the right time, God revealed it. We made an offer and we bought that land for, for more than 50% under market value. I want to tell you that God is going to turn things around in your life. I'm going to tell you that you are going to go from nothing to plenty. You're going to go from lack to abundance in the Name of Jesus Christ. He's the God of the overflow. I believe it in the Name of Jesus Christ. So when Jesus talks to the disciples, He gives them two instructions. Number one, launch out into the deep. Now listen to me this morning. You're not going to find Jesus on the safety of the shore. You're not gonna find Jesus in the comfort of your boat. You're gonna find Jesus in the wide open, distant oceans. So if you are gonna venture into your breakthrough, you have to let go of your yesterday. You have to let go of your comfort. You have to let go of your insecurity, of your fear, of whatever it is, your disappointment that have held you where you've been during this COVID phase. So, I mean, these disciples, think about it, they, he's not taking them to a different city. He's not taking them to a different 
lake because that wouldn't be a miracle. He sends them back to the same place where they were failing in business. Where they had toiled all night and caught nothing. They tried and tried, lowered their nets again and again and again, and they caught nothing. Like many of you have in this COVID, you've lost contracts, you've lost business, you've lost opportunities, and you are thinking, what must I do? Oh, you better believe that God has a plan for your deliverance. You better make up your mind that God has not abandoned you and God has not forsaken you and that God is not a respecter of persons. You better make up your mind that God is the master orchestrator of your breakthrough and God knows how to fill your boat with fish. Amen. So the first thing he says, get back out there. You have to get back out in the business world. You have to pluck up the courage. You have to go again. Apply for that job again. Do what you possibly can again. Let go of your doubt. Let go of your cynicism. Let go of your fear. Let go of everybody else's opinion and launch out into the deep. Get back out there again. That's a word for somebody out today. Go after that contract again in the Name of Jesus Christ. Do what you can do again in the Name of Jesus Christ. Launch out into the deep. You are never gonna find faith operate in the realm of the known. Faith only operates in the realm of the unknown. Otherwise, it's not faith. Where the only thing you hold on to is the Word. The only thing you walk on is the Word. When Jesus called Peter out of the boat in the midst of the storm and He said, come, Peter had to climb out of the boat and he wasn't walking on the water, he was walking on the Word. And the Word carried him and sustained him until he took his eyes off the Word. Can I ask you this morning, don't take your eyes off Jesus because of this pandemic. Don't take your eyes off the Word of God because of this pandemic. You keep on walking by faith. You keep on walking on the Word of God. You keep on venturing into the unknown. You keep on trusting God. You keep on believing that God is gonna orchestrate your breakthrough. So faith never operates in the realm of the known. That's why the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 3, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He shall direct your paths. What was the pathway to Peter's deliverance? Yeah, and the disciples, they had to get back in a place of failure. They had to change the attitude that I don't have to migrate to New Zealand. I don't have to move to another place that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all I can ask or think according to the power that works within me that God is able to facilitate my breakthrough and my deliverance right where I am. Because if Jesus took them to another place, it would mean failure. That every time something doesn't work, I don't use my faith to change my circumstances. I walk away always seeking a different opportunity. So Jesus says, launch out into the deep, the unknown. So a breakthrough requires what? Trust, reliance, dependence upon God when you don't understand. Venturing into places that you don't know. Doing maybe what nobody else has ever done. Going beyond the opinions of people and going beyond natural wisdom to God's wisdom that as you act in faith, 
that the very place that you didn't experience blessing, because you acted in faith on the Word of God, everything will change. Suddenly the fish shows up. I don't know where the fish came from. There were no fish, but hey, we serve a Creator. We serve a God that is a miracle working God. We serve a God of, oh, come on, of the turnaround. If you believe it this morning that God has a turnaround for you, somebody that needs a turnaround, give the Lord a great praise in this place in Jesus' Name. Second thing Peter had to do, he had to lay down his nets. It's not like the fish jumped into the boat. <laughs> I mean, remember Naaman, we spoke about Naaman last week and when he needed a miracle, a cure from his leprosy and the prophet said to him, go dip in the Jordan. He became furious because it wasn't what he expected. He came with his chariot and he drove up to the prophet's house and the prophet had the audacity not even to go out to him. And then the prophet told him to do something that was below him or beneath him. He said, go dip in the Jordan. And he became furious. And he said to himself, that's what we do. We better be careful about the conversations we have with ourselves. We better be careful what conversations we are listening to. We cannot be dictated to by negative economists. I don't care how real it is what they say. The just shall live by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. We please God by faith. We are not moved by what we see. We are moved by the Word of God. We live a cut above. I don't care what the crime statistics are. We do the possible and we trust God. And Naaman became furious. He said to himself, well, I thought the prophet was gonna come out and wave his hand over my life and my problems are going to disappear. Some of you think if you go pay 10 Rand to a prophet to pray for you, your problems are going to disappear. No, it's not. You're just going to lose 10 Rand. <laughs> you have to get a word from God, a rhema. The Logos has to become the rhema. And then you have to do what God expects you to do. Go dip in the Jordan seven times. Well, we like the Word, we like the promise, but we don't like the action. We don't like the seven times. We don't like the perseverance. We don't like the pressing in. But for breakthrough to take place, listen, listen. These people toiled all night. They were tired, like David at Ziklag. The people were tired. The city was burned. They didn't have the energy. They didn't feel like they had the resources. Everybody was so distraught. They were on the ground crying and weeping for their wives and their children and the loss of their possessions. And, 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 and then they turn against David and David strengthens himself in the Lord. And God says, pursue. And he has to fight for a day and a half. Sometimes, my brother and my sister, when you're at your lowest, you have to act like you're strongest. That's why the Bible says, let the weak say, I am strong. You don't yield to weakness. You don't yield to the temptation to quit. You make up your mind, I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. I'm strong and of good courage in the Name of Jesus Christ. When I feel like running away, I'm gonna stand my ground and I'm gonna, uh, and I'm gonna believe the promise of God in Jesus' Name. So these, these, and I don't want to say this because sometimes when we read the Word of God, we so spiritualize it that we do not have any practicality. Are you getting me? Huh? That's why you're looking for a prophet to wave his hand. 
But it's not going to change your problem, Naaman. You're going to have to get off your high horse, Naaman. You're going to have to put in the hard yards. You're going to have to get back out there, Peter. You're going to have to dig ditches, Elisha. And then the Lord will fill the ditches with water. You're going to have to do the possible. Then God's going to do the impossible. So these fishermen are tired. They are weary. And Jesus says, launch out into the deep. Well, what do they have to do? Michael, row the boat ashore. No, away from the shore. They had to row. You know, sometimes when we don't feel like rowing, that's when we have to row because that's the key to our deliverance. We just want to sit in Shandai, Hyundai, tie my bow tie and we don't get our deliverance because we don't get with God's program. We need a rhema. We need a word, not a conversation. I mean, some people, they talk as if they have conversations with God 24-7, but their lives are a mess. And I'm thinking, what conversation are you having? God doesn't need a conversation to relocate you. God gives you a word, one word, forgive. One word, get up. God word, go. One word, get on the move. One word, stop feeling sorry for yourself. One word, one word, get back out there again. So if we're not sensitive to the rhema word, we're gonna miss God's breakthrough because we're waiting for miracles. Because somehow people think the only way God operates is in a miracle. No. When the Israelites crossed the Jordan River, the miracles stopped. The quail, the manna, the pillar of fire, the pillar of cloud dissipated. And they had to possess the land. Little by little, God said, not in a year, not instantly. This is a journey. Why, Peter? So you can learn to walk dependent on me. Why, Peter? So that you can go beyond the level of your sentiment and your emotion and you can live in a place where I operate. And that's a place of faith where you are reliant and dependent upon me and my grace to get you from where you are to where I called you to be. So there is no easier. I said there was no easier. So when I say 2022 is going to be a year of many breakthroughs, you say, Shabalalalala, hallelujah. And now we say, there's a journey to your breakthrough. And that journey is called God. That journey is called the Word of God and the guidance of the Holy Spirit. That journey is Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I'm gonna follow the good shepherd. No matter what people say, God will prepare a a table before me in the presence of my enemies. He's gonna fill my cup in 2022. He's gonna anoint my head with fresh oil, with fresh thoughts, fresh knowledge and fresh wisdom that supersedes the knowledge and the wisdom of man. And He's gonna take me places where only He can take me. So God will get the glory. Come on, somebody, give the Lord a little bit of a praise in this place today. Come on, Bloomingdale South, give Him a praise there. God is there. So Peter was smart enough not to have a discussion with the predictors of the fourth, fifth wave. Can they give us a prediction when Eskom will stop cutting power as well? What's the date? If they can so accurately predict the unpredictable, why can they not predict the predictable? I think they're going to move that day to the 16th of December and you know why. Did he just say that? You better believe it. 
everybody's like, oh, next wave is coming. What are we doing? We're prophesying it. Here's a fourth wave on the wave. Get ready for the fourth wave. But there was no wave when we had elections. You can give me a Laurel and Hardy now. Only you and I will understand that. That's a Laurel and Hardy moment for the younger generation. <laughs> Apostle Paul says, not knowing yet, I know. How? By the witness of the Holy Ghost. What this COVID has tried to do is it's tried to disconnect people from a living, abiding experience, relationship with Jesus Christ. It's caused people to go sit behind computers and to think I can do this by myself. You cannot. Because the church is like a living organism that you have to be part of. Because it's the pillar and ground of truth. It's the dwelling place of the Holy Ghost. It's what Jesus is building. So I'll tell you that this cold, lukewarm Christianity that is coming to the hearts of so many people where they visit a church occasionally or they just do online Christianity. Listen, that is something that is a, that was just a fill-in. Like your wife goes overseas and you do a little bit of FaceTime, etc. But you're not going to maintain a living, abiding relationship online. Let me tell you, you need to get your blessed assurance back in the house of God. You become a worshipper of God again. It may not be what you think, but it is what God says, Naaman. Go dip yourself in the Jordan River. Get yourself back in the house of God. Get your relationship right with God. Become a lover of Jesus Christ again. Be a worshipper of God in Jesus' Name. I know I'm talking to the converted, but there are many watching on TV. And I want to encourage you, go to a Bible church close to you. Go to a church where Jesus is worshipped. Amen. I'm not going to lie to you. Our television audience has grown exponentially. But you never go and experience the fullness of God outside the local church, outside of worship like this morning. Because it's God's way. I didn't write the Bible. So you want your deliverance, but you don't want the church. You want your deliverance, but you don't want to become a tither. You want your deliverance, but you don't want to let go of your prejudice, your racism. You want your deliverance your way through your ancestors or through your cultural worship, which is not colour related. White people do the same. They worship their ancestors. Oh, we honour our ancestors, but we don't worship them. We worship the living God. We pray to one God. We pray to one Lord. There is one Saviour. There is one mediator between God and man, and that is the Lord Jesus Christ. There are not many ways. There's not your way and God's way. You don't add your truth to His truth. You have to let go of your boat, whatever that is. And then you have to journey, Peter, where Jesus was in the midst of the storm, or Peter, in the direction Jesus is commanding you, where you have just failed. This time with faith. 
Faith that changes things. Faith that requires total reliance and dependence on the Holy Ghost and the grace of God. Everything you receive from God is by grace through faith. It's how it is. There's no just special favours, miracles, waving easy. We all are going to have to journey through 2022. We all are going to have to receive fresh manna. We are all going to have to receive a Word from God. And we have to build our lives upon that Word of the Lord for 2022. Because that Word is going to take you from that place of lack. That Word is going to take you from that place of depression. That Word is going to take you from that place of misery, from that place of hurt. And that Word is going to take you to the place of wholeness in Christ, a place of deliverance, a place of salvation and a place of blessing. We're not getting our breakthrough without God and we are not getting our breakthrough without the Word of God. You better hear me clearly this morning. You have to work the Word, then the Word of God works for you. Are you listening to me? And the Lord worked with him, confirming the Word. Mark 16, 20. You have to work the Word. And the Word for you, we know the Logos, the Bible, but the revealed Word is where God brings the Logos in your situation as a revelation. So we all live by the Logos, but we get our breakthrough through the Rhema, the revealed Word, which is the Word of God given to us by the Holy Ghost in God's divine time. So when you read 1 Corinthians chapter 12, Bible says, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to all for the profit of all, for, for the profit of everyone. To one is given the word of wisdom, to one is given the word of knowledge. Now, people think that's just for the prophet. That's what the Bible says. That's for believers. What is a word of knowledge? A word of knowledge is, is God's knowledge deposited supernaturally into your spirit. Knowledge that you do not gain from a handbook. It is supernatural knowledge that comes through the Word of God. And suddenly you know, wow, wisdom. A supernatural word of wisdom in your situation that will change your situation, which supersedes human understanding and human wisdom. So you talk about walking in breakthrough like Isaac did in the midst of a second recession, a famine, and everybody else is perishing financially after a third COVID wave, fourth COVID wave. It's in the Bible, Genesis chapter 12, and there's Isaac and he prays to God. And God says to you, I still am the God of Abram. I still am the God who keeps a covenant. I still am a God who will perform the oath I gave to Abraham. I still am a God who watches over my word. And God gives Isaac a word. God says to him, dwell in the land. Well, he did. In a second famine, where there were no business opportunities, where things were decreasing, where people were failing. But he heard the word of the Lord. And God said, dwell in this land. See, my brother and my sister, when, when, when you have a rhema, you don't need man's agreement. You have heaven's agreement. Well, two or three are in agreement about everything. You're gonna have your breakthrough. God's gonna show up. Everybody can say, it's not gonna work. Everybody can sit in the boat and be cynical. But when God gives you a word, my brother, you are gonna walk over the waves. You are gonna rise above your circumstances. You are gonna cross your deepest, darkest valley. You are gonna conquer your mountain. You are gonna go where God called you to go because you're walking on the Word and God watches over His Word perform it in your life. He doesn't watch over your sentiment. He watches over His Word. 
So when we talk about 2022, it's going to be a faith journey. It's going to be a journey of understanding. Yes, there are storms. Yes, there are giants. Yes, there's lack. But I'm not moved by these things. Because Jesus promised me in John chapter 16, it's good for you that I go away. It's better for you. Because when I go, I will send another comforter, a helper. And He will lead you and guide you into all truth. Right? The Holy Spirit who lives in us, who reveals the Word of God to us, not just to prophesy, but to the doctor that performs surgery, to the advocate that prepares a case for his client, filled with the Holy Ghost. You see, charismatic Pentecostal churches have made the Holy Ghost this little experience on a Sunday and people came to churches for entertainment. That's not who the Holy Spirit is. The Holy Spirit is your helper, your strengthener, your guide, your teacher. 1 John 2 says, You have an unction from the Holy One and you know all things. Verse 27 says, You do not need anyone to teach you, but you have received the anointing and that anointing will teach you all things concerning your life. So the Holy Ghost is in you to lead you and to guide you and to show you what you must do in 2022. And that means you're gonna have to get up from your blessed assurance. You're gonna have to get off your rusty dusty. You're gonna have to get out of your depressive mode. You're gonna have to make up your mind. I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of my His might. I've got better days ahead of me. The rest of my life is greater than the last part of my life. Come on, you have to make up your mind if God is for me, who can be against me. 2022 will be my year of breakthrough. 2022 will be my year of deliverance. 2022, I'm gonna go back in a place of failure and I'm gonna succeed because God is on my side. And if God is for me, who can be against me? Come on, one believer and God make a majority. 2022 is heading your way. You better get ready, 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 ready to receive a rhema word from God and make up your mind. I'm moving into the distant unknown. Because we want guarantees which no human being can give us. Until you go to your grave, it will require faith. And even then you should die in faith, not having seen every promise fulfilled. You should never go to your grave all spent up. You should go to your grave full of dreams so that your children can live those dreams and other people can live those dreams. And watch, and I have to close, my time is up, that how unselfish the blessing of God is. Because most people, when the blessing comes, they hoard us. It's not the Bible. The purpose of this blessing that I'm talking about is to alleviate pain and suffering and poverty. The yoke of poverty. We want to destroy poverty in South Africa by 2030. And that means Christian businessmen will have to be blessed out of their socks and start companies and mines and businesses to employ people so we can break the yoke of poverty. We're not talking about just you being blessed. We're talking about other businesses getting blessed as well. Other brothers and sisters getting blessed as well. Watch Jesus. He blesses Peter and the blessing is so much that Peter doesn't hire another boat and hold it. He shares it. You're taking nothing to heaven but people. One billion, two billion, three billion, four billion. Don't let your nose go up a few degrees. Because life has a way to humble you. Name and life. Don't be. Don't let your bank balance determine your character.
You know, people say, money changes people. No, money exposes who people are. When people get a lot of money, the true them come out. It's not money changes them. The more God blesses you, the humbler you should become, the more caring you should be, the more compassionate, the more you should help the poor, the more you should give to the local church, which is God's way, your tithe, belong to the house of God, not suddenly you get a big payout and now you can't give because it's too much. May God reduce you to the place of bankruptcy where you were before Jesus came into your life. Is that the conversation you want? Or do you want a journey humbly, in humility, dependent on God's grace? No matter how God blesses you, that you take care of His kingdom and you take care of the poor. So that when you stand before Jesus one day, you will hear, well done, good and faithful servant. Because really God's not interested in what car you drive and where you live. He's interested in what you do for eternity. And your money can finance the Gospel. Your money can get people saved. Your money can feed the poor. Your money can build schools and orphanages. Your money can help people. That's why God wants to bless you. Are you listening to me? Blessed to be a blessing. The wisest man who lived on this earth apart from Jesus Christ, the wealthiest man who ever walked this earth. And I love that book. I encourage business people all the time to read the book of Proverbs, the book of Ecclesiastes. Because the wisest man who ever lived in every area, had the most possessions, had the most wealth, had everything. He said again and again, it's vanity. That means it's empty. Afrikaans sê dit baie beter, jammer in hierdie geval as Engels. Hy sê dit is a gejaag na wind. It's grasping for wind. You think if I have that, then you have it. And what? You're the same you. He says there's one thing that remains. When this silver cord is broken and your spirit man flies away. Remember your Creator. Because you will stand before Him. I will, you will. The Bible says it's appointed for men once to die, then the judgment. It's not a judgment we have to fear, but we have to realize we will give account. Not of the lives we live, but of the lives He called us to live. We can't reclaim the ownership of our lives and serve God on our terms. He's Lord, we are not. He's the Savior. We are not. We have to follow Him. And that requires sacrifice. That requires putting yourself second. That requires getting off the throne of your heart and allowing Jesus to take the center stage. Not fit Him in, because we can doll Him up any way we want to, but He knows. He took David as a shepherd boy and turned him into a king. He took a King Nebuchadnezzar and in a day he ate grass like the beasts of the field. The one remembered God, the one forgot and his life was reduced to nothing until he remembered. The other one was a nobody, but he was a worshipper. It matters not what people think about you. Matters not what people say about you. Their opinion matters nothing. Zero. 
What matters is Him. If you died right now in your seat, are you okay? Is there 10 things you have to correct? Are you ready? Have you received His forgiveness, His mercy? Were you on fire for God at one stage and you've grown cold? This is not to condemn you. This is to help you. We're not doing a little bit of Jesus and a lot of ourselves and think we're going to be okay. We have to do a lot of Jesus and a little bit of ourselves. If we want to go where He plans us to go and we want to be safe on the day that we stand before Him. Are you listening to me, please? I know this. people say it might be rude. No, it's not rude. It's just like Jesus said, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. So are you listening? It's just Jesus saying. Because people did hear, but they didn't. They listened, but they didn't hear. Are you listening? Yes. Okay, did you hear? What's keeping you from that full surrender? What's stopping you? What is it? What is it? Anything that takes its place becomes idol worship. We know that, right? Anything. I want every head bowed, every eye closed. You're in Pretoria, there in Johannesburg, in Bloemfontein, in all our churches, wherever you are. There's a wonderful presence of Jesus here today. And He loves you. He wants to have a meeting with you. He wants to have an encounter with you. He wants to bring you back to Himself. So while every head is bowed, every eye closed, you say, Pastor, you talk to me, forget your wife. You know, your husband's not going to stay next to you in heaven one day. Your child is not. Your parents are not. You will stand alone. Alone. It's not something you should fear, but it's something you should live for. Realizing, I will stand before Him. It's not something anybody will escape. No one moving, please. You say this morning, I need a new, a fresh start with God. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. You're talking to me. I need to come back. I need to live for God. I'm not where I should be. Then just like Peter, when he came back to Jesus, maybe this is your moment to come back to Jesus, to surrender your life to Him and to have a new beginning with God. Every head bowed, every eye closed, no one moving. Listen to your heart this morning where the Holy Ghost is talking. You say, Pastor, that's me. I need a fresh start with God. If that is the cry of your heart, your desire, then quietly, wherever you are, just slip up your hand. I wanna say a prayer for you, please, quickly. All over this place, raise your hand, slip it up. High, all over this place, raise it up. God bless you, bless you, God bless you, raise it up. Up, 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 high. Thank you, thank you, thank you. God bless you, God bless you, bless you, bless you. God bless you, many hands. Slip it up. Come on. There's a heaven to gain. There's a hell to shun. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Bless you. Oh, there's a stirring in your heart. That's the Holy Ghost. That's God calling you. Calling you to Him. That's the Holy Spirit drawing you, wooing you. Don't resist Him. Say yes. Last time before I pray, you've not yet raised your hand there in Johannesburg. There in Bloemfontein, North, South, Falcom. Wherever you are this morning, slip your hand up quickly. Say yes. Vanochtend is een woeling in jou hart. Jy weet, God praat met jou. Jy het nog die hand opgetel. Nie tel jou hand vanochtend op voor ek vir jou bid. Vanochtend in Jesus naam. Tel hem op. Op, op, op. Dankie. Please. One minute, beautiful TV audience. What a great honor. Please pray for us. We believe that we are going to come to Russia next year. Also India. Many invitations to have crusades there, etc. But for all of you that are watching all over the world, I want to tell you that Jesus loves you. 
And the Bible is very clear. What does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses himself? Naked we came to the world, naked we're going to leave. You've never given your life to Jesus, or maybe at one time you did, but you've grown cold, wandered away from Him. Give yourself back to Jesus right there where you are. On television this morning, forget the other people. The people that are restless and running and making a noise, forget them. This is you and God. Put your hand on your heart this morning there where you are on television. Just say, Jesus, I give myself back to you. I surrender my life to you. I want you. I want all of you in my life. Thank you that you died for me. I believe you're alive. You're my Savior. I follow you in Jesus. And God bless you. We love you. Amen. Come on, give them a big God bless you. Thank you for listening to our podcast. For more information on CRC, visit www.crc.org.za.